Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 347, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. It is a beautiful night out. I'm like, I mean, honestly, every episode that I've done for the most part over the last three months I've just been in sweat like just sweating and just going I gotta get (laughs) inside as quick as I can Uh, I'm actually I think it's like 85 it's beautiful out right now Uh, so thankful I mean even this morning I mean this morning was like 75 and I just came out here and I was like and I sat and I was like you know keep saying this but like I've had like three or four times that I've gotten to sit on the front porch because it's been nice enough and it's just like, oh, it's like hanging out with a friend you haven't seen in a long time. You know, it's like so good. And that's what it felt like just kind of being back out here on the front porch. It's just like I've really missed it. Just the birds. I've missed the stars. I've missed, you know, the different. It's just there's a, a silence early in the morning that is really beautiful. I don't know about you, but my days are pretty busy, full of meetings. And, I, and I'm grateful, grateful for my job, grateful for the people that we get to serve and care for, uh, grateful for my staff. But I mean, just this time of quiet and where I'm not trying to solve problems necessarily. I'm just going to sit and be with the Lord and read my newspaper and listen to the birds. Like, it's just been so good. So, you know, just in thinking about that, I was like, how do you, you know, combat just the craziness, the busyness of, I mean, I'm imagining your schedule as well as mine. And I do think a part of it is just kind of slowing down a little bit, you know, and I've recently started working out, which has been cool too. So, um, I mean, five, six days a week, I'm going to the gym. Um, my son got a membership or, or worked at a gym. So I got a membership at his gym. I have a sauna and a cold tub. So that's been kind of awesome. So I'm finding like, wow, just slowing down in the morning before I get rolling has been really, really helpful for me. So for those of you who feel kind of stressed out, crazy, bouncing all over the place, find a spot to slow down. Find a moment where you're really taking care of yourself. Um, honestly, it is a big, big deal. Hey, huge thanks to all of you who continue to listen. I love that. I love that there's a crew of us that are all just learning and figuring it out together. It's so fun for me to know that there's a bunch of people who uh, listen to this podcast and we can kind of figure out stuff together, which is kind of cool. Love that. And then a grateful, so, so grateful for a bunch of you who continue to give to this podcast to make it happen. We got a new person this week. So grateful. Uh, for that person thank you so much and if you want to do that you can go to frontporchconfessional.com uh, and there's a little button that says partner and you can hit that and it'll uh, it'll give you some links and some ways that you can do that so I really appreciate those of you who continue to give and, and take care of this podcast take care of me <laughs> I appreciate it so okay our passage for today I told you I told you we were going to get back into Psalms 27 and look if you're going through a tough time if you're struggling if you feel like Man, there's a lot of opposition in your life. Psalms 27 is just a great psalm uh, to kind of root yourself in. And verse 10 says this. This stood out to me this week. And it said this, For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. For my mother and my father, or sorry, for my father and my mother forsaken me, have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. You know, when I was 12 years old, and I've told this story a few times, but, you know, when I was 12 years old, my, my mom left. And, and I love my mom, and I'm so grateful for her, grateful for her life. We have a great relationship. But, you know, um, she left 
to go be with another man. And that feeling of abandonment, you know, as even to this day, you know, it's a part of my counseling. It's a part of what I work through because it sticks with you. It's very painful. You know, I remember my mom making like, like, I promise you, I'm never going to leave, you know, this family, you know, like when your dad and I will never get divorced, like promises. And as a kid, you know, we kind of bank our lives around that reality like that. You know, you trust your parents. And so you're going, okay, life is a little crazy over here, but at least I know this is, you know, this is solid. And so when that happened at 12, 13, which is, you know, those are formative years for a young man, man, it really crushed me. And, and, and I think a part of that is, I mean, that's why I think this passage resonates with me. And I, and, and, and one of the things I started working through is, you know, I have felt abandoned by a lot of people and, and by, you know, my parents at times. And, but I just realized, like, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't ever remember being like feeling that way about the Lord. Now, now I've gone through seasons where I've had little moments where I was like, what's going on? But for some reason, I have just felt the consistent care of the Lord in my life. Now, I know as I say that, that there are a lot of you out there that don't feel that or don't resonate with that. Actually, you kind of resonate with like, no, I'm angry. I'm upset. Like, it seems like nothing's going my way. And, and I've had those moments. I really have. But as I look over the span of my life, I started realizing this is recent over the last, you know, kind of few months, I realized the most consistent person I've had in my life is the Lord. I mean, from the very time I was young and all through the crazy trauma and pain and cancer and, you know, church hurt and all the other things. I mean, all the things like I have this idea of him taking me in. (laughs) I mean, it was just like. I hope, I hope you feel that, you know, I hope you feel that it's the Lord. He, he takes you in, you know, the context of Psalms 27 is just like, everything's hard. Nothing makes sense. It's a deep struggle. He's so confused. And he, it's almost like he, as he's kind of in this moment, in this despair, you know, he kind of catches himself going like, listen, it feels like everyone's left, but the Lord's the one who took me in. He's the one caring for me. He sees me. He knows me. He loves me. And so, I, I you know, the hard part for me in my life and, and in other people's lives is, is when I, I keep watching people keep God at a distance. You know, it's like they, they, they don't let him in. He, he wants to take you in. He wants to do that. We keep him at an arm's distance and with some sense of, of false control. And here's the other reality, and, and maybe some of you resonate with this. You've become far too dependent on other people. You become far too dependent on your spouse, far too dependent on friends, far on a on a boss, or you know even your parents, right? You there there actually is the, maybe even this codependency relationship you have with them. As long as they do something for you, and you'll do something for them, and it's this this dysfunctional relationship. And then what happens as a result of that is just complete complete devastation when it doesn't work out. And I meet with so many people, and I've experienced this in my life, just the hurt and the pain of that abandonment. And it's, it's just like he's speaking, the psalmist is speaking to the heart of, of, of what it means to be human. 
But the other thing is, you know, I'm more on the probably the solutions oriented part of these types of passage at times of going like, but he's trying to offer something to us. He's actually going like, look, everyone's left me. Everyone I put my trust in, even my mom and my dad. But don't worry. Like the Lord will take me in. And it's almost like he's going like, if that's true about mom and dad, how much more true, you know, in, in many ways, is that about humans on the whole? And yet, for so many of us, we are hoping and desiring so deeply that these humans in our lives will be the answer to our loneliness, to um, our the identity problems we have, to the validation that we need, like in what we find so often. And what leaves people so alone so often is that they get failed. And that's real. Jesus knows what that feels like. Jesus knows what it is to have really good friends that you sacrifice so much for, and then they abandon you. You know, but that's where I think in the garden, you just find him going, not, it's not my will, your will be done. I want your will, your way for your glory. I need you to take me in because these jokers, you know, they, they can't even stay awake. You know, I've just asked them to stay awake to pray for me and they can't even do that. They're falling asleep and then they're betraying me. And, you know, it's just like that feeling that he experienced, we experience as well. And so it's a refocusing, you know, if the Lord's going to take me in, then, then I find my rest there. I find my strength, strength there. And I think for so many of us, we're trying to get it in all the wrong spaces or, or, or places and spaces, I guess, like, and it's just not filling us up. And we continue, it's like a, I, I keep using this term with people, but like, it's a diminishing return. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm putting all my eggs in this basket only to be disappointed over and over and over again. Now that I'm not giving some cynical, like view on humanity. I'm not trying to do that. What I am saying is they're human. I'm human. I hurt people. I don't want to, you know, but I want to say to my kids, like at the end of the day, you got to find your self-worth. You got to find your identity in Christ. If you're always looking for it in me, I'm human. I make mistakes. I go sideways sometimes, you know? And so if you don't find your identity rooted in the love of the Father, your identity rooted in in who he says you are, then man, you're just going to constantly get hurt. And I think, I mean, over and over the people I meet with and over and over the story of my life, it's just, I, I, I put too much, too much of myself in other people. And I just, may, even more than the Lord. And, and this is why things have been, and many times, difficult. And then what do I do when things, I feel failed? What do I do? I go back to the Lord and he receives me. He takes me in. And so I'm trying to go like, what does it look like to live a life like the Lord is taking me in today? Like he's caring for me today. Not just when hard things happen. Not just when my mother and my father fail me, you know, and I'm using that kind of figuratively, you know, as kind of a 30,000 foot to say people, friends, you know, whatever. But no, like every day he's taking me in. Every day I get an opportunity to depend on him, to trust in him. And, and really, you know, this is where Jesus points us. Jesus is pointing us in this direction. He's trying to show us, you know, what union with the Father looks like. He keeps saying, you know, John, it's like, John's like, look, 
if you abide in me, I'll abide in you and you will bear much fruit that without me, you can do nothing. You know, so he's trying to show you like, this is what union, this is what it is to be taken in by the Lord to live in that kind of life. But for so many of us, we're just, our dependencies are in the wrong place. And again, it's not wrong to trust humans. It's not. I hope you do. I do. You know, it's not wrong to depend on humans. It's not. It's important. He's, you know, my wife. I trust my wife. I, I There's a dependency. There's a trust there in a good way, in a holy way. But if I'm not careful, all of my trust, all of my dependency gets put in her plate or a boss's plate. And, you know, um, a drug report or a, or a mentor or whatever. And then, and then I get disappointed when they fail me. And this is something I'm starting to learn the older I get. And this is what I think as the psalmist is going, like kind of evaluating the situation he finds this in. It's like, it's all going wrong. And it feels like everyone's left me, even my mom and dad. But thank goodness I have the Lord. Thank goodness I have the Lord. And it's putting all that trust, all that dependency in him first instead of all these other people it's not just running to the lord after you get hurt it's letting that be a part of the way in which you live your life and so i i I just i started thinking about this idea as home what home feels like what it is you know i had this idea of the lord taking us in and that feeling like home and i think so many people have a broken home And so I think home is where the Lord is. And what does it look like to be in the home with him? You know, you have Psalms 23 that's going like, look, there's a banquet table in the presence of the enemy. And then he says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the day of my life. You know, so there's this reality of just being the presence of the Lord and being with him. And home is where the Lord is. And what does it look like to live that way, to love that way? receive that and then I live out of that in this world in these different relationships but it starts first with coming home to the Lord and allowing him to be with you and you with him that you find your satisfaction in this life Um, and so the question that I've been kind of working through is like well how have you been hurt how have you been hurt how have you been hurt and who are you depending on like in the midst of that betrayal, in the midst of that confusion, um, who are you really depending on? And according to the psalmist, it's like, the Lord will take me in. He's the one I can depend on. I should depend on. So Lord, we need your help. We depend on you and thank you that you're patient with us when we get it wrong. Um but thank you that you just have always have open doors, that you're always willing to let us in, to take us home. And I'm just so grateful that you love us in that way. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.